الحمد لله الفتاح وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد النور كل صباح وعلى آله وصحبه الملاح ومن تابعهم إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد Tonight, inshallah, we will discuss one of the metaphors from Surah Al-Ma'idah. Inshallah, we will be reading the chapter that starts at the end of Surah Al-Nisa and occupies quite a big amount of Surah Al-Ma'idah. And in verse number 15 of Surah Al-Ma'idah and the preceding verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates some of the qualities of the people of the book, blaming the people of the book and outlining why should they be blamed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highlights that the people of the book have broken their promise with him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them as individuals who have broken their promise with Allah. Every time, they give a promise, they never keep their word. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another place, Every time they give a promise, a group of them will break that promise and they will never keep their word with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That they have broken their promise to Allah and they have left and abandoned and forsaken and left behind and they have migrated and they divorced completely the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have left behind the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, neglected them, disrespected them, never honored God's words. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has punished the people of the book by making their hearts stiff. And when the hearts are stiff and hard, they never receive and they never interact with the words of Allah in a good way. They never, they become, they, they, they stop growing. Imagine if something has died out, a plant has died out, it will never grow anymore. Same thing, their hearts have become very hard and stiff, so they don't grow, they don't receive anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Because of their disrespect of their own words, they're not keeping their covenant, we have cursed them. And we have made their hearts hard. They alternate and change and deviate and play and twist the words of God. And that was a trait that was common amongst them, whether verbally or practically. Verbally, they used to pronounce the words in different ways. Even when they spoke to the Prophet وسلم, they would use a language that is not common or sometimes they would use a word in a specific dialect that gives a completely different impression and completely different meaning. One of the crimes they have committed as well is, which is actually part of playing with God's words, is hiding some parts of the Torah. They used to hide some parts of the Torah, which would actually work not in their favor, work against them. And the Quran said that inviting them at, at the end of these verses, at the end of, of this introduction, inviting them to believe in the Prophet of the end of times, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, telling them that one of the indications that he is the Prophet is that he will come 
to show to them many of the things that they have hidden away from people. Things that they kept from people to themselves. One of the proofs that he is the Prophet is he will disclose, he will tell them. And this is actually a reflection of what Isa used to do, to do. As the scholars of Islam always say, they say that every Prophet who has come before the Prophet وسلم, has come with one miracle or a few miracles. The Prophet وسلم, has actually brought all of these miracles and performed them away alone. As Al Busayr says in his Burda, for the Prophet وسلم, any miracle that the prophets before him have brought, the lights of these miracles have been connected through the Prophet For they are the planets and the stars, and the Prophet وسلم, is the full moon. He is وسلم, the sun. فَإِنَّهُ شَمْسُ فَضْلُ He is the manifestation, he is the sun of bounty. هُمْ كَوَاكِبُهَا And they are the planets that go around the sun in their orbits. يُظْهِرْنَ أَنْوَارَهَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي الظُّلَمِ They just manifest the light of the Prophet All of them, as he said, Adam and those who follow him, they came as an introduction to our messenger So the Prophet وسلم, one of his miracles was to tell Banu Israel that which they hid in their own homes. I tell you that which you hide in your own homes. The Prophet miracle as well, one of his miracles was to tell Banu Israel to tell the people who lived in Medina what they hide from the Torah. But he didn't tell them everything. He told them some and he kept some others to preserve their dignity. To preserve their dignity. He didn't tell, him all, tell, tell them all the crimes that they have committed. He told them some as an indication of, I know, but I'm not going to disclose everything so that I will not shame and name you. He didn't want to shame and name them, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So there was a purpose as well. For that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described his messenger وسلم, in the ayah that we talk about today as Ya ahl al kitabi qad ja'akum rasuluna yubayinu lakum ala fatratin yubayinu lakum kathiran mimma kuntum tukhfuna min al kitabi wa ya'fu an kathir. Our messenger have come to you showing you many of the things that you used to hide and forgiving and leaving a lot. Qad ja'akum min Allahi nur. A light from Allah has come to you. And a manifest book. So in this ayah, as a lot of commentators say, the light in this ayah is the Prophet The nur that is mentioned in this ayah is the Prophet And this is a tafsir al-asah. This is the most correct tafsir. Why is that? Because of the linguistic side of this ayah, which means When you mention two things, they cannot be referring to the same thing. When you mention two names, they cannot be referring to the same thing with the wow in the middle. Nur wa kitab. The Prophet وسلم, is the light and the book is a manifest book. The Quran is manifest. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not send a manifest book, did not send a book even though it is manifest, even though it's clear, Allah didn't send it alone. Allah sent it and sent with the book the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the light. 
Because with the, the most manifest and the clearest book, you won't be able to read it unless there is light. If you have the clearest message ever, you won't be able to read it in the darkness. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the Prophet as light. And this is the metaphor here. The common factor between him وسلم, and light, as the ulama said, as the scholars always say, they say that since light is essential for the basar, for the eyesight, the Prophet وسلم, is essential, the light of the Prophet وسلم, is essential for the basira, is essential for the insight. If the Prophet وسلم, is light, if the, if, the, if the light is essential for the vision, the Prophet وسلم, is essential for the heart. If the light is essential for the vision to realize images and forms, the Prophet ﷺ is essential for the heart to realize realities and to realize the purpose of life. Ibn Abbas narrated as Imam Suyuti mentioned in Ad-Dur al-Manthur that the Prophet said, when Allah created Adam, he put me in the back of Adam and I descended from heavens with Adam. Then he moved me to the back of Nuh when he was in the arch. And then he put me in the back of Abraham. Then I continued moving from the purified backs, the honorable backs, to purified wombs until Allah brought me forth from between my mother and father. Never done, never had any of my parents, never had any of my forefathers gathered on anything outside our lock. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam came from nikahun min nikahi, from a marriage, from a marriage, from a marriage, sallallahu wasallamu alayhi. And there, there is no wonder then that when the Sahaba described him وسلم, in the hadith of Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib عن, that he asked him ibn Abi Hala who was the stepson of the Prophet وسلم, amongst the description that he describes the Prophet وسلم, with he says Anwarul Mutajarrad he وسلم, kana Anwar al-Mutajarrad meaning he had illuminated body the body of the Prophet وسلم, was illuminated and it is narrated that when Sayyidina Musa السلام, used to be asked about certain things he would give glad tidings of the coming of the Prophet وسلم, that these things will be answered when the Prophet will come and he used to say, the light will come and tell you. The light will come and tell you. And we with this understand why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the Prophet وسلم, similar to light or make light similar to the Prophet because light is not only needed for the eyes, it is also needed for the bodies to grow. Without light, this life can't continue, it can't function. Therefore, the eyes need him as much as the bodies need him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought through his mission sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Arabs from darkness, the world from darkness to light. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to bring people from criminality to life of virtue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the eyes through his coming, removed misguidance through his coming, made people known after they were unknown through his coming. Allah elevated people to status after they were completely neglected and lowered and de 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 uh, despised in the society after his coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unified the hearts through his coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased the numbers through his coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased richness through his coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised to elevation from humiliation after his coming. Therefore, with all of this, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam continues to be light even after he has passed from this physical world. 
even if he is in his passage between this and the hereafter, in his grief, salawatullahi wasalamu his guidance continues to be light, and he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, himself continues to be light, as in the hadith, mamati khayrun lakum, my life is good for you and my passing away is good for you. Your deeds will be presented to me. If I see that your goods, your deeds are good, your deeds are, are, are righteous, I will praise Allah. Hamidullah. And if I feel something else, if I see something else, I seek forgiveness for you. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, and the ayah is absolute. It doesn't stop by his death, sallallahu alayhi wa by his physical death, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If they, when they wrong themselves, they come to you, فاستغفرullah, and they seek the forgiveness of Allah. واستغفر لهم الرسول. And the messenger sought forgiveness for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to enable us to take from this fountain of light. May subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to make the Prophet sallallahu the light of our hearts, the light of our souls, the light of our beings. May subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with this light on his coming sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and in his presence sallallahu alayhi wa on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to recognize the face of our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day when no children or money will avail except those who come to Allah with a sound heart. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enlighten our hearts with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.